Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, folks? It's another edition. This uh, we haven't been here in a while. Edition of hitting the high notes jazz talk. I am here. Um, uh, it is I am here. Uh, you know me as Hootran at Hootran Superman um, uh, on the Twitterverse, uh, formerly at Jazz High Notes. That account is suspended, and knowing how Twitter works now, I have no idea if it will ever be unsuspended. Um, I don't even know why it's suspended. So it's a very weird thing. Uh, I'm I'm here. He used to, he he went the distance forty nine. Uh, what's up, Jared Barker? Hey, um, yeah, I'm, I've been hanging out more on my, uh, my, my other podcast. I know. I, fi- I find it ironic. <laughs> With I fi- AJ. I find it ironic. I don't want to try to advertise for, for it on this show. I mean, it's like, wow. It's probably not everybody's cup of tea, so. Technically, yeah, exactly. He did big tail. <laughs> like, Jared, Jared's like, oh, I want to take a break from Twitter, but then he just goes on his burner. I'm like, I'm like I don't know if that counts, so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, that was the account. I, I I called the Kawhi thing in a DM to like I, I, some some Boston guy and I said I was like hey I called this man told you it happened yeah. <laughs> and well, I don't know how, how I don't know I just pulled that out out of thin air I don't know how I came up with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a poor Dragon Squatch. I'm a, the the Squatches of Dragons. He is still recovering from the from the Eros tour. Um, uh, he's all swifted <laughs> out, I think. So he swizzled. Yeah, he's, he 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 got swifted, and so um, uh, he's not on. But you know what? Uh, we're we're bringing on a new segment uh, today. We're gonna call it uh, Fox in a Bed. Um, uh, <laughs> we're we're bringing um, um, you know because I had to you know, I had to pull this guy out of his bed. Um, uh, for this uh, for this interview, <laughs> and so uh, hey, hey, can we call it? What does the fox say? Like, yeah. shout out twenty thirteen. There you go. There you hey, go. I, I gotta thank Roz in real life for that one because she reminded me that that song exists. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh! It's this. Uh, he's Andrew. He's the fox in the box. Um, uh, what is up, Andrew? Or Fo- I'm just calling you Fox. I think Fox works better. <laughs> no man, I appreciate you being flexible, giving me the time to you know wake myself up, get out of bed, uh, pull myself away. So I appreciate it. <laughs> no, hey, it's thanks for for bringing uh, audibleing for us here. Um, uh, and this is um, uh, uh, how how you got here because um, like maybe beginning of the jazz season, you were like, I have thoughts. Somebody had me on their podcast, and and you know we were like, we have a podcast. Yeah, come on, uh, come on. We just had to do a background check to make sure that you were not problematic or. We try we try not to have we try not to have neo Nazis on the show anymore. So we, we uh, dodged a bullet. Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah, we, we tried to if you ask the right person, I might be problematic. No, okay, there yeah, you go. Yeah. So it depends on the audience. Like I'm, uh, we just like uh, I was like making sure there's no like no neo Nazism on his on, on his uh, profile or no, anything. We're good. you're not you're not pretending to be uh somebody that you're not yeah <laughs> no, like, um, yeah, yeah, no, like, um, i would uh, never be uh yeah no yeah totally <laughs> yeah yeah there's 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 a lot of weird stuff going on in jazzland these days <laughs> i okay well oh, you know, here, here it is i uh, would never pal around in another you know okay uh, I, I admit it i uh yeah. tiffany don doesn't exist i'm the i am the tiffany don on twitter there you go. I just said it. So. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, uh, we are here. We're going to talk about the jazz. And um, oh, shout out to Tiffany. She never listens, but um, uh, you know, maybe she will now. Um, but uh, you know, so the Jazz played against uh, the Spurs tonight, and you know, lo and behold, the Spurs gave the Jazz a masterclass on 
how to tank um, uh, this year. Um, ironically, the, the Spurs have two wins against the Jazz this year. Uh, almost had three, um, but the, the Jazz valiantly pulled out a victory against the short, 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 short-handed uh, Spurs who've been short-handed for a while, so shouldn't be a, a surprise there. Um, we got one more game against the Lakers or two? Because we need to drop those both, right? <laughs> Uh, I mean, they, they they could lose a lot uh, a lot of games here. Uh, I mean, the Jazz have the Celtics coming up, uh, which I mean, the Jazz already have. I mean, it's in Boston on Friday, so then they go to Brooklyn on Sunday. Uh, the Lakers come to the town. Um, uh, the Thunder come to town. Nuggets come to town, and then they end the season against the Lakers. Yeah, so I, so here, uh, here's the thing. I mean, I appreciate what the Jazz did. I think uh, them. Doing what they did at the trade line, uh, they they really tried the tank. Um, it I think it's a case of too little, too late. Um, I mean, it just it just kind of is where it is. I mean, there's six games left in the season, uh, and it is kind of funny to see the people who were anti-tank now are like, oh well, well now we need to see the Jazz lose more games. And I was like, well, you know, it would have been nice if that happened earlier in the season. Would have been nice if the Jazz didn't start thirteen and three or four or whatever it was but well i have to give this to, to aj you know he's a he's an avid lakers fan he's like nba talking about nba champion tht and blah 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 <laughs> he's like that guy will he will take like six months and then he'll he'll come out of nowhere and he starts playing like a superstar and i'm like I, and i was like i was very skeptical man i was like not seeing it i mean i think i think most people know how i was feeling about tht like early in the season i was like he his game is like it felt like he was doing like a lot of nothing but i mean since he's been playing on ball more playing that point card role he's, 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 like he's i don't want to i don't want to rain on tht well you know fox here fox i mean you saw the game Emma. what did you what did you think of tht what are the jazz right now like where what are your thoughts on this whole situation yeah, the the crazy thing is like at the start of the season, right? Like we all figured they were gonna tank really hard and then they came out firing and then they're kind of tanking late. Um definitely you don't wanna end in that like, you know, nine to seven slot where you just kinda get stuck with you know, before it was the process, the Sixers were stuck in that forever. So um they at least got out of that range. Um they found themselves some nice young players like THT for you, you brought up. Um, I, I, I kind of told you before we started uh, as an avid prop better. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've loved uh, THT lately just because he's been, he's been putting it up and getting the numbers that he's, he's gotten lately. Um, but I, I think they put themselves in a good spot where they have really played with that line. Of not, obviously tanking but also they're not in a they're in a good lottery spot i guess is the way to put it like what it's there's three teams in the west behind them um i guess you could say portland is probably tanked better than they have i think they've lost like nine of their last ten or <laughs> yeah something insane, um, but, let me go to the taking phone uh, here and see um uh, was like uh the losing streaks right now the 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 rockets are on seven game losing streak pistons seven game losing streak uh, Portland's lost four in a row, but in the last ten, they're one and nine. San Antonio again, masterclass, lost five in a row. Uh, yeah, so they, they, there's a, there's a, a lot of losses to be handed out here. Um, yeah, I, and I so mean, they put themselves in the lottery at least, which like yeah, I that's mean, that's where you want to be. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, my my kind of thought right now is like 
I mean, after game like 15 this year, I was pretty much done with the team. Nothing really affected me. No, lo- the losses, the wins, it didn't really. I, I thought it didn't really matter because it, the, the Jazz are kind of, uh, you know, I kept saying you know fifth seed or third seed all year because I, it all it all was the same to me. You know, where the Jazz are now, if the Jazz get in the play on play in, if the Jazz end up in the tenth spot in the lottery, uh, if the Jazz barely needs to play in, if the Jazz got the fifth seed, um, it all feels like the same because it just. I, I feel like if you don't. If you're not going to win the um, championship, you probably should go the other way. You know the, the way the Jazz, um, and, and maybe I'm wrong about that because the Jazz. I mean, there have been some really fun moments this year, and um, it's hard for me to to really embrace and enjoy um, those fun moments because you know I really was hoping the Jazz could put themselves in in the situation of like Houston and Detroit and San Antonio to give them a shot at you know someone that could be a transformative player. Um, and I talked about this with Logan and Jared last week. Jared, Jared, like we talked about how, for me, I thought you know this was all right. If you can get yourself in the position for a top five pick, I'd be happy about that. Anything, anything after that though, I'm kind of like you know because the Jazz might find somebody at twelve or fifteen. Or it, it has happened. People bring it up: Steph Curry, Giannis, um, you know, Jokic. But I mean, to me, for that to happen. Uh, takes a lot of luck, and if you're counting on luck anyway, then why, why does it matter? Why why does it matter if you're positioning yourself for a better draft pick if all you're counting on is luck? So, right. Um, and, and to be fair, like people are trumpeting Danny Ainge's horn and everything, you know, about the team he built in Boston. He built it with two, you know, top top five picks basically, in, in Tatum and Brown, and then you know, and then he filled in. Than the rest. Yep. I mean, I mean that that uh, you know, and we'll probably get more time off season. So that's just where I'm at. So honestly, right now, I, I don't even care if the Jazz win or lose. If the Jazz get to the plan, cool, good, good for them. Get an extra mm-hmm. game in. I, it just it feels like to me it doesn't matter regardless where they go. Like they're not going to get a top five. They're not going to end up as a top five or a bottom five record. Um, and so it just it doesn't matter if they get to the seven spot or eight spot to me. Uh, obviously, I, I think if you know, gun to my head, I would like them to try to get a better draft pick. But I am no longer upset if they get to the play-in because I kind of feel like they're in the spot. Like you know, you kind of have to get lucky anyway. So maybe just get lucky with your your, your pick and then just hope. You know, uh, it's, it's it's why we play the lottery. It's why uh, I throw uh, you know twenty bucks into a slot machine because hey, you might hit the jackpot. Who knows? So um, <laughs> you know, you got to gamble a little bit there. Um, but yeah, THT. I mean, you, you talked about. It. I mean, number one, it was against the, again, again, it was even the Spurs G League team. It might have been worse than the Spurs G League team. Um, yeah, and the Jazz are well, missing. I mean, he, missing he had one other nice game like a couple weeks right. ago. Right, and, and I mean, I, 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 the Jazz have been. I mean, you know, every, the the trade deadline really is a, a whole different season uh, after the trade deadline because you know teams are. I mean, the Jazz have been without five guys, six guys in almost every game, so opportunities there. Uh, ben Anderson put a good tweet out, um, and then Sarah Todd retweeted and, and made another good point was, can THT do this with, when, he, when, when, when there's Laurie Markin on the floor, when you know whoever the good rookie of the Jazz draft is on the floor, when right. um, uh, you know Lucas Semantic, yeah, when either when either the Lucas that play for the Jazz are on the floor, <laughs> um, uh, can can you be effective? And you know, as Sarah Todd pointed out, also the Spurs team was just trash. So uh, that team that team was bad. So um, you know, uh, prop that aside. Yeah. <laughs> Like you, know, you, know, you know a team is bad when they purposely do not play Doug McDermott. Like when you <laughs> yeah. hold out 
<laughs> Doug McDermott. Dougie Buckets. Yeah. Uh, Buckets there. Um, yeah. yeah, so... Um, like he's not hurt. He's not hurt. He just didn't play? Yeah. And so, I mean, the Jazz are, you know, 36 and 40. They're going to end up very in that you know, in, in that mediocre range that you don't want to be. But again, you know, now we're just counting on luck, really. Uh, either luck to get into a top four pick or luck that, you know, people pass on somebody in the Jazz, find somebody that just turns out to be the next Giannis. So... It's, well, they're not going to drop down to that Portland spot. So I think they are where they are. They just yeah. have to lose more than Dallas at this point. Yeah. yeah I, mean, the, I mean, I mean, I, again, the, uh, to me, it's just it's all the same. <laughs> but, yeah. That, I think the, the, yeah. And I think the only possibility is, like, the worst they can do is, I mean, when I say worst, I could, the best they can do is be, like, eighth place. And eighth and ninth place both have the same lottery odds, so it doesn't even really matter. Right. It's interesting. I'm, I'm looking at um, uh, I'm looking at uh, Tankathon, and it has... Let me reset this here. Maybe I'm just looking at the wrong thing. I did take a thought the Jazz did not get a top four pick. Um, for, it sounds like it looks like right here the eighth is like 26.3% to get a top four and 17.3% to get a a top four and uh, number nine. So I don't. People keep putting that stat out there, and I can, I'm I'm looking for it. So oh oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, well I I think I think maybe that they were talking about top three picks on there and then. Yeah, so, so I mean, that anyway. Must be, that must have been what it is. It must be that we, you still have a little bit of a higher chance to get a top four. Yeah. So, okay, I mean, I, again, the, 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 the more you can, if you're looking for a lottery pick or trying to get a top four pick, you know, obviously the Jazz need to lose. And the, their schedule doesn't, their schedule maybe has one, two more games on it where they, they can win. Uh, but then again, this is a Jazz team that surprised, has surprised them. Uh, us all year. I mean, but Laurie Markinen, Laurie Markinen, his hands is not looking good. Um, what was the last game at home they played that I mean, he kept falling and kept grasping his hand? I was like, and, you know, me being a, a tanker early in the year, I'd be like, oh, my God, you got to sit him, you know, jokingly. But, um, but um, uh, you know, seeing that, I'm like, like, really, it does seem irresponsible to be playing these guys who may not be, you know, if, if you're really not caring if you need to play in the spot. You know, if someone's at eighty percent, I mean, it, it does seem irresponsible. Uh, where do you fall on this, Fox? Like, it sounds like you're you're more pro losing games, but would you be upset if the Jazz got into the play-in? I mean, I, I think, uh, and I I kind of alluded to the the Sixers, um, you know, and I know that their process or whatever you want to call it didn't necessarily work out, but unfortunately, the way that the the league works now is you either want to be awful or you know a championship contender and no in between and so i we've been a, the jazz have been a play-in team for i mean yeah i, I think anybody who's followed it right, forever it feels <laughs> like and and so if, if you want to call it that and so i just don't think the play-in does anything especially for this roster like maybe a few years ago when it was a young donovan mitchell you thought, okay, the play-in might work to give these guys some playoff experience. Like that means nothing to this roster at all. How about the, so, how about how about going to Dallas and having a chance to lock, to knock Luca and Kyrie out of the playoffs? No, that means nothing. Like, <laughs> who cares what other teams are doing? Like they're going to knock themselves out at this point. Like with the way that that team is going, yeah, they, a, they have their own mess. As like, a, they're trending down pretty hard. Pardon the language here, um, but as Kyrie said, I'm a real clusterfuck right now. As he said tonight, right? So. It really is. Like they're, they're what? Like three and like what? They, three and seven in the last like, ten. Yep, three and seven yeah, in the last ten. Horrible. Yep. And so, and if you're the Jazz, like. You want to be in that lottery spot. You want to like build because right. uh, 
and whether you know that's right or wrong is a whole other conversation. Yeah. But like, I, the I, way to build in the NBA now is you got to suck for a couple of years and then yeah. you build and then you get right back. The up. teams, the teams that lose the the playing spots and are, are you know have the fourteenth or fifteenth chances, uh, for, uh, sorry, the thirteenth or fourteenth chances in the lottery, according to the Tankathon, you have about a f- you know three and a half to four percent chance of getting to the top four, and a one percent chance of getting the number one or one. So I guess. You know what you're saying is at least there's a chance if you're in the lottery. Even if it's a late lottery, you have a chance. Um, which right, is you, you ma- want you want to have your ping pong ball in the machine. Right. That's, yeah. It's yeah. better than anything else. Yeah. You can't you can't win the lottery without buying a ticket. Um, uh, on the other hand, um, for for you, Fox, uh, like for me, there's not really you know if you're not picking one of the top five guys, like for me in my head, I'm thinking okay, if you have a top five pick, you have about a sixty percent chance of hitting. On somebody really good, and maybe even like a twenty percent chance of like you know getting a, a you know I, I've always I've been saying that I think um, uh, Wemby might be the next LeBron James like you know type <laughs> you know hype player hit the ceiling and everything right. So, but if you get a top five pick, you know I, I felt that you know you had a sixty percent chance of getting a, a real good franchise altering player, and kind of I mean a lot of people are like oh you know they're making their lines at eight or nine or seven like these are the top eight players like you have to get one of these guys. Um, and for me, just after the top five, I don't really. I think it's all kind of the same. I think it's the same tier. Um, I'm not saying they're not good players. I'm just saying, you know, you're. Re- it's, it's more of a dart, dart, a dart throw. You know, a, a blind dart throw. You're just kind of throwing it out there and hoping to hit a bullseye. Um, and so that's the, and that's why I don't really care if the Jazz make the play-in or if they're the seventh the worst odds. I guess. Um, but I do understand the. You know, hey, if you want to be in the lottery. Uh, if you want a chance to get the top four pick, you got to have the you, know, you have percentages on, on that there. So, um, but what, what what I mean, ha, ha, like we, again, we didn't have Laurie Markkinen. Uh, the Jazz didn't have Laurie Markkinen against the the Spurs. Um, is there anything else besides uh, THT that uh, impressed you uh, with this Jazz team, Jared? Um, I mean, just that uh, it seems like he, like he seemed to settle in a lot more as the year went on. Like even when he wasn't playing heavier minutes, um, it is it's nice that you know in a night that other people are missing, he can he can put on a put in a little bit more scoring and whatnot. Um, I, I I've liked some of the the chemistry I saw him displaying with JTA threw him a, threw him a nice lob to Juan Toscano Anderson and um, you know I feel like I don't focus. Uh, a lot on THT when he's on the court, which is kind of weird, um, especially when he's like running the point guard. Yeah, I mean, it's a future jazz point guards, Chris Dunn and and and, and THT. Who who would have thought? Um, yeah. Well, Fox Fox the Jazz are just kind of in a weird spot right now. Like they've won some games that you didn't expect they they would win, but they've also lost a couple games. Um, you know, they're they're five and five in the last ten. Uh, I mean, we're looking at this. Um, you know, Washington got a big win the uh, the other night, so uh, that was big for the Jazz trying to catch Washington. Uh, Indiana seems like that. You know, Indiana, Portland, and Utah. If everybody anybody remembers, the first like fifteen games were like the top in their respective conferences, and they've all they're on the tankathon here, so it can change very quickly. Um, what are you hoping to see in the last like six games here, Fox? Man, that's that's like it, it's tough to say because like on the one hand as a fan like you want to see good ball obviously you want to see like the players who will stick around 
um, played well. Like I, I think obviously a lot of fans are like endeared by Walker Kessler, DHD. Um, you want to see that work out, but like honestly, I would love to see like some of the. Uh, I, I don't know how to like put it delicately, but I guess like the the budget players, the fringe uh, players. That, that, yeah, exactly. That the Jazz could like hang on to for cheap and like build around in the future. Like, what if Juzang turns out to be you know something incredible? Um, but like you. you I guess if the argument is like, what could they actually feasibly build around? It's, it's very clearly Walker Kessler um, as far as the players who are still putting in meaningful minutes and also THT. And so you want to see them play well. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, you have to balance that, you know, how do we protect our future? And that's mm-hmm. unfortunately means staying out of that playing right. game. Um, I mean, the 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 hope I guess is like you you draft a, a rookie that turns into the next Tatum John Morant you know without the craziness yeah. uh, you know those guys are talented and then hopefully you can use those other assets assets to really get somebody yeah like Johnny Juzang is nice um, but Johnny Juzang's ceiling is George Yang right like I'm uh, you know no for sure uh, and, undrafted. and but like you 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 gotta assume that this uh, that this uh, I guess if we're calling it a process, kind of like what the Pacers, or not Pacers, sorry, Sixers, uh-huh. uh, had done previously, this is not a one-year ordeal. Like, next year might not be so great either, you know? And so right. uh, you, you, you want to see, okay, what are they going to do in the next couple of years to kind of mm-hmm. build? And even if they do get a superstar rookie, that rookie's going to take a couple of years to really develop mm-hmm. into a Jason Tatum type yes. player. As you mentioned, um, and so I mean, I, we, uh, we we haven't mentioned Ochai. Ochai is I I don't know how other people feel about him. I think he's fine. I don't, I don't you know I, I know that you know Jazz Twitter famously puts him in that bust category because of uh, what McCade say, said. And so anytime he does anything good, it's like oh my god, what a big bust. But I also don't. I mean, like he's he's fine. I mean, Ochai. I don't I don't know what his ceiling is. I don't think it's all star. I think it's maybe a starter. You know. Know, maybe a taller Royce. I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, like I, I, a lot of people seem to think that you know the Jazz already have three All Stars on the roster with uh, Markinen, uh, Ochai, and uh, Walker Kessler. I'm like, let's slow down a little bit here, guys. Like, I don't even know if Walker has an All Star ceiling or not. I think he's a, a really good player, and if he turns into uh, Jakob Pertl, uh, you're you're doing very well. Um, but Jakob Pertl should be your fourth or fifth best player. You know, he sh- he needs to be uh, he needs to be uh, Shoot now, the the center for Memphis, uh, Jonas Valanciunas, right? Um, you know, like those guys, uh, Stephen Adams. Those guys are nice, but you don't want them to be one of your top three or four guys, uh, or top three guys, I should say. Um, they're, they're very good complementary pieces in, in my mind. Like I just I don't see Walker. Um, I think he's a nice young piece, but again, just the way the game is kind of played. No, for sure. Like they're not they're not guys that you want to be like your feature players going forward. I guess the hope is that guys like Markinen, Kessler, THT, uh, Ochai, if you know if he pans out, you're hoping that what those guys are is their pieces that you can keep around for you know lower dollar value to be bluntly honest, um, and and pick up a, a a very promising talent who will 
you know, your next Donovan Mitchell, for example, right. your I mean, next Darren Williams, it, who will take the team to the next level. It's kind of funny because, like, I mean, we talk about Laurie. Laurie's on a, you know, 17 to $20 million contract right now. Really, you know, really impressive, really good for what he is doing. Um, oh, he's would, cheap for what he's doing. Yeah, sure. would people yeah. love Laurie as much if, if he was a max contract player? Like, he's obviously playing, you know, he's an, he's an all-star, so you would think he's a max, but you have to be able to do that for four or five years. Um, and then when you're a max contract player, you're you're taking up cap space for uh, other players. Um, Walker and Ochai are on rookie contracts, and their extensions hopefully won't be astronomical. Uh, THT is on an $11 million contract, which I'm not even, I, I guess that's fair. <laughs> um, it, it's, you know, like the guy's 22 and making $11 million. Um uh, <laughs> And he's. I mean, uh, if he plays this way into next year, then yeah, I would right. say he's worth that. I, so here's a, he has a player option. What if he decides he wants to test the market? Um, I think the, I think he's pretty close to the mid-level exception. So if somebody wanted to sign, they would have to give him, you know, probably 13, 14, 15. Would you know if, if he was taking fifteen million or fifteen percent of your 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 salary cap, would you want him back next year? Yeah, and and the real question also is Kelly Olynyk, who is oh, yeah. what like he's over twelve, yeah, thirteen million or something. Twelve, like that twelve to thirteen, year. and um, uh, yeah, but he's he's sort of the old guy, right? Like you keep him around, and you either he's either going to be cut by the time that you know you you're probably good in twenty twenty five, or he's used as you know trade salary um, to bring yeah help bring somebody in. So uh, that's the position the Jazz have put themselves in. Sorry, I hate to like keep beating this point but no, like, it, they put themselves in this position where okay do we want to really go in on the tank for the next few years or do we want to try and build around some of these pieces that we have and hope in the next year or two that that piece shows up you know that, i guess time will tell with that no so i, I, I mean yeah. obviously I mean, fans are Fans are buzzing about, oh, well, can we get in on the, on the Lucas sweepstakes? Oh, is Jalen Brown going to maybe leave the Celtics? You know, and it's just like I, those both feel kind of unrealistic to me. Yeah. So it's just like I, I don't know. I don't know what, what why the Celtics it, are kind of cheap, though. Why so does it know. why does it feel unrealistic? Uh, just because what's our best free agent signing ever? Like Carlos. Uh, I, I don't think, I don't, I don't think it's, uh, I, I think fans are saying these are going to be trade targets. These are free agents. Signings. Well, but Jalen is, well, I guess he's only, he's got one year left. Um, yeah, I don't know. So like, like, I, I, I'm like playing... remember when, uh, to your point, I think you're right because to your point, remember when like Kevin Durant was a free agent mm-hmm. everybody was like, Statistically, the advanced stats say if he wanted to succeed, he'd go to Utah or whatever. And it's yeah. just like it, that's just not how that's not how these superstars think. Right, so and then, I, I, I think you're right about that. Yeah, but but I mean now 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 we're talking about like okay, Donovan Mitchell wants to go to New York, right? And he's in Cleveland, and that happened because they had assets to give the Jazz, and the Jazz were like, all right, cool. Um, who's the next? I mean, I I think it doesn't come down to free agency i think it comes down to using that cap space and salary and stuff to get a trade target Except from what i've seen this it's all about not 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 about luca coming to utah but luca being traded to utah right well yeah um yeah. and 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 jalen brown sort of similar things like all right maybe if he's not happy there what if he what if he asks out what if he's like you know what i'm done i'm not i'm not signing a contract here trade me and you know th- th- that's kind of how the nba works now with all with all the Power empowerment, right? Uh, p- player empowerment, correct? Um, so, um, uh, you know, like, say, you know, trade me, um, and Utah and 
you know, there's only a couple of teams that have a lot of assets to get these players, right? Um, yeah. I think that's sort it of... It seems crazy that the Jazz would be okay with, uh, I don't know, uh, like a rental type guy. Like, especially when you don't have a lot of years left on that, on that contract. Yeah, and, so and, 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 and you, know, you know, if it's a one-year thing, maybe it has to be, uh, you know... I mean, we just saw Kyrie get traded for essentially a, a one draft pick, and you know, yeah, and and Spencer Dinwiddie. So um, uh, that, yeah. that that you know that, that that's the rental price. You know, like like all right, you know, that's if Jalen Brown doesn't give you the okay, I'm signing an extension with you if you because because you can you can trade for somebody and extend them. Um, so right. if Jalen Brown oh, says yeah, sure. if, if Jalen Brown says, oh yeah, Utah, I'll send the, I'll sign a three year extension um, with Utah. Um, uh, then that that changes the the formula and how much you you give up, right? Um, yeah, and I absolutely do think that that's you know that's something that it becomes part of negotiations, especially in off season trades. Right, and so um, and so the, I mean, there's there's precedent, yeah. and and this is you know Danny Ainge and and going after you know uh, Donovan Mitchell was traded with three years left on his contract. You know, right. Luca Markin has about three years left on his contract. Uh, I don't I don't know pick pick some other superstar. Um, uh, Situate. I mean, we saw that Utah Jazz situation from two years ago change very quickly, um, and that could happen yeah, again. Yeah, just like the Mavericks situation, right? From one year to the next, is <laughs> yeah, it's gone nuts, right? Like, I mean, and this and the Suns kind of the the thing with the Suns kind of got weird for a while, and then I mean, and now they're all in with Kevin Durant. Like, and, yeah, if, the, if the Suns they're, they're, they're stuck on an aging Chris Paul, and so it's like you, you wonder really how far that team is going to be able to go mm-hmm. and. Like is yeah exactly and, and even is, the Warriors you know they they basically have no wings healthy because Andrew oh. Wiggins isn't playing right now oh. so they're very like up in the air weird situation. I mean the Bucks seem solid right the Bucks seem solid Celtics yeah. though Celtics they're have, like the only team it seems like right. you can trust right Celtics <laughs> and Sixers have not and, have not and, made it to the finals. And to, your, and to your point about like Doncic too like call me crazy and and again this could be me just like putting too much into you know what we've seen other players do previously and it's not that many but like i feel like the uh european players are more willing to come here than the 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 non-european <laughs> players and I, I don't know what that is and like I, i'm sorry if that's wrong to say but like you're crazy it's, it, it's like <laughs> I, no maybe i know i, don't, and, I mean maybe Jokic is like more conscious of that but at the end of the day like i think what we learned from this like Kyrie irving thing too and like this is a whole, again, a whole other topic, and I apologize for going to derailing, but, like, I think a player like Donkic would love to come into a situation where he is the guy again because he's right. not anymore in Dallas. And so to to his point where he's saying, like, you think about, like, a player like Donkic, I know it sounds crazy, but also, like, it's not that crazy when you think about, like, what a player like Luka Donkic might want. Right. And, and- actually, if, if he does look at a roster like the Jazz – that that is what he should want, and I, I, I don't like. We talked about this on the podcast uh, a few times too. Like uh, we hear that a lot. Like oh, you're the four. May, maybe the, the, there might be some evidence to that, but I also don't. I also think you know NBA players are NBA players. Uh, we don't. Each NBA player might have like Joel Embiid might 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 not um, uh, care where he plays. Right? Like if, if Philadelphia flames out again in the first or second round, does he want to stay in Philadelphia? Um, would he come to Utah and be fine in Utah? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know what his personality is like, right? Uh, Memphis, Mem- gosh, Memphis. They looked really strong. <laughs> I mean, they're they're still a highly rated team, but that 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 could 
that could blow up in any second, right? Yeah, that situation has gotten but really weird, man. Yeah, yeah, so. and and the difference between the two teams you just mentioned is like both of those teams already have kind of the superstar in the making, right? The yeah. Jazz don't, and so that's the thing. It's like you can come in and like you know you're the guy. There's no young guy who's gonna try and usurp you. Yes, there's so. no one coming. Yeah, and, 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 and Laurie's pretty much fine playing off ball and, and getting yeah. set up and. I hope so. Um, like he's a very efficient complementary player. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I hope I hope he, that he wasn't I hope playing that. with a super high usage before, so I, I'm just gonna assume that's pretty much his game. But yeah, I, right, I, it's, it's, it's just hard for me to like. He wants more. And yeah. Well, I mean, he went to he went to the Jazz, and his efficiency has has been great. I don't know why it just wasn't great in Chicago and Cleveland, you know. So um, it kind of. Well, makes he me, also. The, well. Chicago, I kind of give him a pass for track. because that organization was a dumpster fire when he was there. And it looked like Cleveland, he, he might wasn't be fine. Really a but I, guy, I, and I don't like, know. He might be fine. But I'm just saying, like, hey, look, we also have evidence that he wasn't fine when he had other guys in front of him. So um, I hope he's fine. And I, I hope he can be a 1A or a very high 2 in, in a system. Um, I mean, he looks like it. I mean, it's fine. Like, I, I'm just saying that there is, I, I'm just not, I'm not saying I'm. For sure, putting a lot of money on him uh, doing it. I'm just saying. Well, it's it's true because we've only got like a one year sample size, right. and so I mean, you got to so, maintain. Right. Um, yeah. So there there are people out there, you know that that we can see if situations blow up, um, then um uh, you know guys become available. Um, it'll be very interesting to see. Uh, and uh, again, this is dependent on that the Jazz can really draft somebody that makes a difference. Hopefully this year, um, and then you can see the pieces there. And you know, somebody asks out, they don't give you know, like if they, if, they, if they don't give a specific like I can't play in Utah, um, you know, and the Jazz say, hey, you know, here's our offer, like the players are still under contract. Now, you know, are, are they going to say if you trade me to Utah and I won't play? Then yeah, you don't make that you don't make that trade. But I think a lot of NBA players, um, if you can look at the Utah roster, if the Utah roster is good in the next two years. They see, you know, if the Jazz had an Anthony Edwards type player, and Laurie Markin stays um, a one A one B type player, you can see a lot of teams go. I mean, Kevin Durant's playing in Phoenix, guys. Like Phoenix is not a desired destination, feels like was, right? Feels like that was be unheard of a while back. Yeah, like like it's, it's the only Phoenix, guy you right? saw going to Phoenix was like Steve Nash yeah. and got traded there from Dallas. Yeah, it, 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 I don't, <laughs> like like Phoenix is in the same boat as the Jazz. Like nobody wants to play there. No, no one wants to be in Phoenix in July, so. Um, and the Jazz have the cap space to make that happen. Yeah, the Jazz have cap space. I mean, the Jazz. I mean, there, there's a lot of things. The Jazz have a lot of tools that they can get. I mean, I see a plan. I see the path, um, and it does involve trying to like really get somebody and trade for somebody. Um, and who knows? Um, uh, you know, again, it's who comes available, and um, uh, you know, like maybe it's Anthony Davis. I don't know. <laughs> so. Um, no, God, no. That was the line of demarcation there. That was the line of demarcation there. Tom's Davis. Barkley's favorite player, street so, clothes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so, like, I, I'm not really pessimistic about the Jazz as I was, you know, after game 15. Um, I've just kind of, I, 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 again, I, I said last week, I, I went through the seven uh, stages of grief with this Jazz team already. I've been at the acceptance uh, part here. Um but yeah, so I, I think there's reasons to feel good about the Jazz. Uh, I mean, again, you have you have a lot of you have a, you know we say treasure trove of assets um, that can be used for a variety, you know it's not just trades. There's a variety of things those assets can be used for. Um, so the Jazz can can be okay. 
and you know we talked about next year like i don't i don't know what next year um riley uh, geisman on uh twitter talking about the double draft that could be in 24 25 maybe even later um uh so you know maybe the double draft happens in the year where the jazz have three draft picks um you know who knows yeah uh and, and load up right or or, or maybe it, you know when, when the double draft gets announced those jazz draft picks become even more valuable because they're uh they're in the double draft and those teams are you know even if that team looks like they're going to be in the late lottery those draft picks get more value so um yeah so i mean the jazz have some assets so it's not it's not, it's not the worst thing in the world uh so six games left uh yeah uh, what do you, do you think our picks gonna convey to okc next year you, you guess and we're not top 10 top 10 i yeah. mean gosh i mean I, I thought i knew a lot about this jazz team and i i know nothing um <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just i really want to see what the jazz do this offseason um like if they resign jordan clarkson things are going to get weird if they resign jordan clarkson to a 20 25 million dollar contract things are going to get weird with the jazz team D- um, dude, that's super weird yeah that would be a super weird contract I mean, every contract's tradable. Like, I, I was having this conversation with people about Ben Simmons uh, the other day. Like, And I, it wasn't my thought. I've seen it. plenty of people talk about it. But, like, you know, they're like, no way the Jazz should will trade for it. I'm like, I don't know if there's no way. They, they, that's a that's a $40 million contract that if you can get two draft picks with it, you take it on. And if you can somehow rehab Ben Simmons' uh, uh, value, beautiful. If you can't really rehab it, well, you know, next year it's an expiring contract. So... Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you trade that with for Luka Doncic because, like, you know, the Mavs need to get cat space back at, at some point. So, um, uh, you know, that's it. There, there are other ways. Like, I, I, I try not to deal in the absolutes because, you know, things happen. Um, and the 2020, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, the 2024 draft right now, everybody seems to say it's kind of weak. So, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe yeah. it should con- maybe it should convey. Maybe well, it should. and and. And I'm not sure that this has to be necessarily built through the draft. Like, I mean, maybe I'm overhyping this guy, but like a, a player I see being a free agent next year is someone like Fred VanVleet in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that kind of point guard, you know, to go with Markinen and everybody else that we have around, could could change the Jazz as, as a as a. So, Maybe not necessarily contender, but building towards something. Is he so, is he a is he a uh, off season target this year or, or next off season? Are you saying he is a, after this year? He's a free agent. So let, let, let me paint this picture then. So say say the Jazz, you know, miraculously not tenth pick uh, draft uh, the goddamn I'm a, you know rookie from from uh, from heaven here. Like this guy's um, I don't know. That was a weird, that was a weird metaphor, but. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of. I, I was trying to think of a. a are, you, draft. are you trying to say that France is heaven now? Like I was, I, I, was going to say. Um, like, no, I said number ten. I'm confused. I'm, I'm very I, confused. I, I, but I'm I, also. I, but you know how I feel about France. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of. I'm, I'm aroused. I was. I'm, uh, I was. I was trying to make a draft day. Uh, I was trying to figure out like, is David fucking Putney? You know. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, uh, yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah, Mac. No matter what, yeah, I do have to watch it soon. It's uh, the the draft's coming up. Anyway, uh, yeah. Mac. No matter what, so so they draft somebody at ten. That's just amazing. Um, and then they use their cap space. Like if you can sign Fred VanVleet for a good deal, and then you know maybe Clarkson, somebody. Because um, uh, what I've seen is that the Jazz, you know, you, you don't want to trade for Luka into your cap space. What you want to do is, you know, trade for guys. And then, you know, say, say Luka next year says, uh, you know, Kyrie's left. They have nothing. Uh, Christian Wood sucks. 
And Luca's like, yeah, I want out. Yep, that's it. This is this has gone really horribly. You're wasting my prime. And all of a sudden, you know, the Jazz, they were marketing. Fred Van Vliet, um, the, the, um, the heaven rookie, whoever it is. Uh, and all of a sudden, like, okay. And then, you know, the, then you, you have... Then you have the THT contract. You have the Jordan Clarkson $25 million contract. Uh, you trade maybe Ochai. Maybe Ochai looks pretty good. And they're like, they say, we, we don't need Walker Kessler. Give us Ochai and like four picks and some salary. And boom, you get Luka Doncic. And then your team is Luka, uh, FVV, uh, Laurie Markkinen, and, and again, Heaven Rookie. Um, I don't know. That sounds that pretty sounds good. sounds like a good roster to right. me, man. Like- so... And again, like pretty, you, you, pretty you, interesting mix, right? You know, if you can keep Walker Kessler, I mean, I, I wouldn't. I would try to keep Walker Kessler in that in that situation. But I mean, if that's the breaking point, you give up Walker Kessler to get Luka Doncic. You know, like yeah. um, uh, I, I, Walker just doesn't have this. You know, the All Star ceiling that Luka Doncic has, and you can find other Walker Kesslers in, in, in the NBA. You know, no offense, Walker, the sheriff, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> Hey, hey, Sheriff, we'd love to have you on. Yeah. But, um, uh, but yeah. Uh, and also, like, Kyle Kuzma, he's got a player option. Yeah, there so, you like, go. If, right. if, you know, you, you give him a tasty offer, there's your power for it. Like, there, there's options out. Like, I think a lot of people put a lot of stock in, like, we have to build through the draft for nothing. And I get that, like, Utah's history does kind of indicate that, like, that is unfortunately the way they have to do it. But I mean, a lot of teams have to do it that way, you know. Yeah, and I'm not necessarily certain that that's true anymore. So it's, it's starting to feel like it's a little bit less that way. But I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just the last regime had me really jaded because you know that, <laughs> I felt like it all blew up really fast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. I think this the this new ownership group is the kind that will like aggressively go for if it's a player they want, they're going to go get them kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like I, and they're, and they're gonna make sure that they love to play golf, and they're gonna play golf. <laughs> I, I still think like this. This seems like such a. It seems like a big draft. It feels like the Jazz need to get somebody that looks really good. Um, no, for sure, they need a good draft. I, I get, sure. again, I hope. I, I hope they draft you know Chris Bosh and not Gordon Hayward. Um, <laughs> that's the hey, Hayward. Hayward just beat the crap out of the Mavericks. So, so right. in that well, hypothetical, then that Chris Bosh player is gonna leave the Jazz. To go play with uh, Ronnie. That, 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 that's, that's a whole different. That's a whole different. Oh no no no! He's gonna go play with Wemby. Right. I mean that, that's a whole different. Like keeping your draft picks is a whole different. You know, like you want to because if you draft Gordon in this situation, you have to. You know, like he looks fine, but he doesn't look like an all star in his first three or four years. Yeah, we until he became, you know, it, 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 t- it took it took a long time for him to get there. Not a long time, but it, it took him longer. I see what you're saying. Okay. Right. And like, but if you draft Chris Bosh, you know right away. Like, okay, this guy. Is going to be a good right. player for a while. Like Gordon Hayward had to wrap up to get there. Um, so that, that's yeah. that's what I mean by that. Um, and so, uh, and, then, and then he's been ramping down ever since he left. I mean, yeah, things happen. I mean, sometimes the grass is always greener. Uh, sometimes you get a freak injury that derails your career. Sometimes you know you're not really an alpha like you thought you were. Um, Dad, yeah. maybe Daddy isn't always happy. I don't know. Right. Um, well, that, and and that one year, like you have this one year that's like your career year and you post off that that one year for the rest of your career and you keep getting yeah i still can't believe michael jordan paid him 120 million dollars i mean hey i mean some guys do that some guys um uh, some guys can ride that for a while um 
Dude, he just took it to Luca yeah. and Kyrie a couple because days ago. If, so, if, if the Jazz draft, I, I I I worry if the Jazz draft three Gordon Haywards in this draft, um, and they don't look great. Like they look they look okay, they look solid, but like you don't want solid. You know, you, you need to really want to because if, if you don't do it, like okay, well, then also you're going to the 2024 draft. If you're mediocre again, like you might be doing what the Jazz are doing right now, trying to lose their last few games because they wanted to keep their tenth pick or something. Um, but next year you only have one, and, and if you know next year being another weak draft, if you drafted another solid, like if you go over four in the next four draft picks, you know then yeah, then twenty you have to wait for twenty twenty five. That's why that's why I feel this year. I really hope the Jazz um, uh, figure out something. That, in. I guess that kind of answers the question. I was like, what's the position of biggest need? Like I know everybody says that like the NBA is kind of positionless. I mean, I would but take. Like, I, I mean, really, if 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 your draft pick comes up, just take the because the the NBA is the NBA isn't about positions. Like, if you're in the NFL, like yeah, like you need to get positions in the NBA. Like, really, if if you have three sun footers who are just amazing, play them. You know, figure out figure out a way because if you can't play them, you can always trade one of them away. Um, that's true. Yeah, like just just you know, like yeah, like all right, cool. Player available. Yeah, it's take, always the best option. Because like the the, the NBA the basketball in general is is a superstar sport. We see it in college, right? Like, um, NIL deals for college basketball players are, are basically for one player. Like, um, uh, like get one good player on your team and then you can fill out the rest of the roster. Um, uh, and the NBA has been like that for 40 years. Like, I mean, it's, it's all superstar based. So yeah, take the best, you know, take the best player available. If you think it's Doke, take Doke. I mean, you may be wrong, but take Doke. <laughs> take, take, oh who, take who you think your best player is available, right? Um, because I'm uh, again, if you have three point guards, I'm uh, you know you make it work. You you find a way to make it work, or you um uh, or you. I mean, I mean the the Mavs traded for Kyrie Irving. Um, it didn't fit anything they needed, but you know now you have Kyrie and, and Luca, and if it works out, great. You have two all stars. If it doesn't work out, you know you you, you you figure it out. So. Um, all right, I'm um, a uh, fox. Um, uh, you know, you know, we we had a few minutes here. I'm, um, uh, you know, you you have thoughts. You you've been on Twitter. You're you're a famous son or nephew of somebody. I, I forget. So, <laughs> like you're, you're the family, oh, no. you're, your bloodline, the family lineage. Of, uh, <laughs> the family the lineage is not on the line here because uh, he would be probably very disappointed. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, final thoughts? Is that what we're doing? Sorry. Final thoughts? Is that what you said? Final thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, I don't, like. I uh, I'll be honest. When they brought in Danny Ainge, I was very skeptical. As were we. Well, no, as, as, as were they. But, but every move he's made since he came, like I think, has been very positive. I think this is a group that is taking this very seriously, whereas before, I, I, I think they kind of went for a certain, I guess to put it lightly, a certain vibe um, that didn't necessarily lend itself to uh, contention um, but I think this group is going to be that kind of group that will do it. Um, unfortunately, they were almost too good at their job and they couldn't <laughs> take hard enough. Um, yeah. But uh, like uh, I think we've kind of discussed today, uh, I, I guess my final thought is luckily, I think with like NIL existing in NCAA basketball, maybe that's a subject for a different podcast, but 
um, and then the success of the G League and overseas basketball. There's so much talent out there that the Jazz can draw from. And so I think uh, there is a lot of potential for the Jazz to find some good players who are going to make this work out. And if there's anybody that we can trust, given his draft history, especially in Boston, seeing what he did, uh, it's Danny Ainge who knows how to find that talent. And so given all of that, the overseas, the NIO, and how good college basketball, I mean, look at the March Madness now and how great just the games have been and the talent has been. Um, I, I, I think the, the future is good, but I think they need to do this right. They need to unfortunately suck for probably another couple of years to make this work, but I think they're smart enough to do it right. And so my final thoughts are, I think we're in good hands and it's going to work out in the end. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, you know, that, that Danny Ainge, uh, I mean, it's, it's hard in life and basketball, everything like him. Uh, sometimes you get really good at something and like the jazz were really good for a long time. Um, unfortunately to, to make that next step, sometimes you have to, you know, in the NBA, sometimes you have to like really go through some some lean years. It's, it, we rarely see we we rarely see teams, you know, just stay very good for a, a long time and then all of a sudden just make that leap without without having you know those down years. And it's hard. It's hard to stomach him uh, years like this. And um, Orlando's starting to look on an upward trend since the first time since Dwight Howard. Yeah, I mean, it's just, <laughs> I mean sometimes you just have it's to. How, you know, it, 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 it's literally how the Spurs got Tim Duncan. Right, is it is, that. it is, and so, so um, uh, I mean, it, it's hard to to stomach that sometimes, and I mean that 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 sort of is what it is, right? Green so, um, uh, what is that? Sorry, something just playing through my my sound there. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, but um, uh, it you know, it's hard, and so we we get that right, um, and ho- hopefully with the Jazz. I don't know. Pe- people are idealistic, and they're like, "Oh, hey, maybe we'll um, uh, we'll get lucky for not being tankers." <laughs> and and, and um, uh, the, whoever the basketball gods are will reward the Jazz. Maybe we'll see. I mean, I'm I'm unfortunately not a very idealistic person. Um, but yeah, Danny Ainge. Um, uh, you know that we we have a resume on Danny Ainge. We have some. Uh, you know, the Jazz have some shots. The Jazz have shots in the barrel. I and mean, maybe this is one of the. Maybe this is just a draft cast that draft class that has 20 people in it that are all going to be all-stars or something. I don't know. Um, what, what jazz fans need to know is this is not a one-year project. This is going to take a couple of years. Uh, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, hopefully only a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and who knows? I, again, I mean, but hey, you know, if the jazz, again, if you're, if you're gambling, if you're looking for, you know, someone in the lottery, uh, maybe, maybe all it takes is, uh, Maybe all it takes is um, a one really lucky lottery pick, and then you you won, and and it works out. So uh, if that happens, cool, great. Um, again, I'm not gonna you know I, I want to win the lottery. I'm not gonna quit my job and just buy lottery tickets. You know, um, it is what it is. So uh, Jared, um, uh, any anybody want to call out? Any, any final thoughts here? Um. Well, that's uh. You know, I ask this question I think, every I week. Think, I think I know, I know. I think this is a really good discussion, though. I, I feel like we we covered a lot of topics, and yeah, I mean, the podcast is usually, um, is usually cathartic, cathartic. So, um, uh, you know, it yeah. gives us some uh, some times to reflect on what we I mean, perceive shout, as good. I or guess bad. shout out to since uh, since the Jazz just played the Spurge. Shout out to 
Spurs, shout out to someone else who doesn't listen, uh, who we've had on the pod and, and to the max. Well, um. she, she was a uh, so. Um, I was looking so really behind the baseball guys uh, behind the or behind the scenes that are inside baseball. Uh, we are now part of the Believe Network. We'll be start doing. You know, we sold out. We did it. Sell out with me right now. Oh, let's go, Angels! Yes, uh, sell out. Re- <laughs> I I love the real big fish reference. Here. Yes, thank it. you. Um, uh, so we're part of the Believe <laughs> Believe Network, um, uh, uh, and so we start doing you know penis enlargement pill um, uh, ads or something um, or gambling. I don't know what it's going to be. Um, but we'll be doing that soon. We'll have ads and everything. And so uh, uh, I bring that up because, uh, like, I, I, you know, we're now on the Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V. Uh, like, I was looking at our show. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, we have we have 168 episodes out there, <laughs> uh, some bonus episodes. So, you know, the numbers aren't right on our podcast count. But um, anyway, uh, so, yeah, so we have a, we have a bunch of episodes. Um and, um, you know, when you said Addison Rasmus, like, she was like episode like 30 or 20. It was like really early in the show. Um, uh, so that's kind of funny. Um, but I also did want to give us a couple of shout outs. So first of all, um, uh, we got a review from Credibility Specialist. And I'm going to read this review <laughs> word for word. I took some time today to listen to your show. Hitting the high notes, jazz talk. It is a fantastic podcast with great info, advice, and perspectives. You won't regret listening and learning from the podcast. And I was like, oh, cool. I had no idea that ChatGPT uh, were writing podcast reviews. But thank you. <laughs> I took some hey, time today have, to listen to your show. Since the other account got suspended, there was actually somebody who tagged the, you know how I had that French handle for a while? Because I was thinking about doing like a, a French jazz podcast. Right. Um, somebody tagged that and said it was their favorite podcast. No, there like, is. Like, they, they <laughs> so I mean, it was like in February. Yeah, they I was know. like, hey, we've uh, got listeners. <laughs> shout out to the links. I'm pretty sure I know this. I'm pretty sure this is Jake. Um, uh, he listens late night, but he wrote a, you know, he goes, need more. If this podcast was more than once a month, I would give it even more stars. But alas, five is the most stars I can give it. So uh, good news, Jake. I think now that we're part of this network and have advertisements, we have responsibilities to record uh, uh, more than once a month. So. Uh, we might see that um, uh, coming up here. Uh, so you'll have to listen to a couple more ads, but you might get more episodes, guys. So uh, thank you for the five-star reviews. Those are really helpful. It helps get us some uh, more listeners. And obviously, you know, we, somebody saw our podcast was like, hey, we want you guys to be the Utah Jazz Podcast of the Believe uh, uh, Network. So um, we're coming for you, Locked On. Uh, Locked On still um, uh, <laughs> did not invite us on to um, uh, their network. So... Uh, I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, we got locked out. Yeah. So we, we believe in ourselves. We believe. We believe. We believe that we will win. Um, we believe. But, uh, congrats, congrats to uh, you guys. Like, obviously, thanks for. Yeah. Sorry, and maybe I'm jumping the gun here, but like, thanks for having like. Uh, I'm 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 stoked to see like more content along right. along this line. So like, good for oh, you guys. This is gonna be yeah. the most highly rated episode ever, Fox. <laughs> we, can, we can feel it. You've been a great guest, man. We got we got him. Uh... Jared, I have a question for you before we end. But for I'm sure, wait, for sure. So. Good. Or, 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 or this off the record? Like, is this on the record or off oh, the record? Oh, you tell me. Yeah, yeah. is it off the record? <laughs> no, it's on the record. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, so, because you were saying you wanted to do a French podcast for the Jazz, right? Uh, so if you could have any French player in history to plug <laughs> oh, into dude. this jazz roster. And so, I mean, you've got, and, and I'm just going to ramble here for, for a bit to give you a chance to think about it. Um, you've got a lot of greats. You've got Rudy Gobert. You've got Tony Parker. Tony Parker. 
that's about all I can think of. To be <laughs> Honestly, um, Vimba, yeah, yeah. Tony is still considered the goat over there, and I, I kind of would have to give them the uh, really give it to him because mm, dude, yeah. Tony is the goat. No, Tony is no the, the French for oh, the sorry. sixteen. Say that? French, I'm so sorry. Uh, he's the French goat, like of all French players. No, you're good, bro. You're good. Yeah, he's um, he's like he's like their guy. Like he's the most beloved over there in terms of like the team and everything. And Nobody kind of over there has really ever vibed with Rudy. Like people who love the NBA over there, they they didn't like really gravitate toward Rudy in particular. Well, I mean, um, yeah, Nicholas. Yeah, ba- had, I, I I was in Paris. I met some seven seconds or less Suns fans. Like um, Nicholas yeah, Batum. It's kind of all over the map. It's kind of it's interesting that way. Nicholas Batum. Um, they are big on Tony Parker still. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you, you've got you got a lot of Steph Curry fans over there now. Nando DiColo, Boris Dia, Boris Dia, he's got a cult following. I love, I love Boris. Siku Demboya, Killian Hayes, Nando DiColo, Nando DiColo, Evan Fournier, is that a friend? Is he French? Who? Yeah, he's French. Evan Fournier, yep, Evan Fournier. Uh, yeah, uh, never Google. Mr. Never Google. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, but it's, it's <laughs> yeah. Tony Parker. The right answer is Tony Parker. So good job. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Timothy Luau Kabara. Ian Mihimi. Theo Maladon. Oh, Joachim Noah. There we go, Joachim Noah. Yeah, Joachim Noah. His dad is actually a famous tennis player. From Frank, Frank the Tank from yeah. So Tony Parker, there he is. Oh yeah, French Frankie Smokes, French French Frank. Ronnie Turioff. How did you not say Ronnie Turioff? Like you picked Tony Parker, Ronnie Turioff. Shame. Yeah, Ronnie Turioff. For shame. Turioff. Yeah, Turioff. Yeah. But yeah, those are you know those are the French player. I just I just Wikipedia NBA French players so. Um, uh, Jean-Claude Lefebvre. Lefebvre. Well, we know who's going to be the actual goat. Like, I mean, as long as he stays healthy, it's going to be Victor. <laughs> that kid looks yeah. pretty phenomenal. Huh. Bob Cousy was born in the United States to French immigrants living in New York City, but he never represented France internationally. So, I guess that doesn't, doesn't oh, count. That's doesn't interesting. Count. I did not know that. Mr. Mm. Boston Celtics himself, Bob Cousy. Um, yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be Victor, but, I mean, right now, I mean, right now, right? Like, I, mean, I, I think the question was, would you want the the history of Tony Parker or the upside of Victor Wimanyea, yeah, so. Um, I mean, Tony Parker would be an interesting guy for this ro- for this jazz roster even, too, because, like, we need, a, we need a dynamic point guard. I sort of, I sort of, not, I've and never he's, uh, how many times world champion? Tony yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a that times, counts for something, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Four but, times but, probably. But he would also he would ruin the chemistry in the locker room because you know <laughs> you know why everyone knows. Why. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> hide your wife, hide your kids. All right, folks. Well, um, we will um uh, be back again. We'll we'll have some more Jake the the links. We'll we'll have we'll have more episodes out for you guys. Um, uh, we believe. And we believe we'll have more ads coming up. So <laughs> thanks for joining us. Thank you, Fo- Fox in the Bed, folks. He's in bed right now. Uh, he was about to go to sleep, and then he said, you know what, let's cop on Talk Jazz. So, um, you know, go ahead and then um, uh, get back in your boxers, and um, uh, uh, we'll see you guys next time. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.